today we are doing our personal development training on a training that was actually sent to me by my friend Jacob Hood. So if you could thank him for sending me this, this is a, a great training. And it's actually a leadership training on the 10 communication habits of extraordinary leaders. So because you guys are all extraordinary leaders by being in here uh, early on a Tuesday morning, I figured I would give you some communication habits that you guys should all be aware of. And so when we're talking about the communication uh, of leaders and how they inspire people and how they communicate to people, uh, the first thing, the number one thing is that they are inspirational. They inspire people. So how do you recognize a leader or the leader? Mostly, it's in the way that they make people feel. Effective leaders are pros at inspiring the people around them, speaking life into people, pointing to other people. You know, I talk about it all the time that managers tend to point the direction and tell people to go that way instead of going that way and bringing people with them. So the first way is that they inspire people. The second way and the second habit that they have is that they know the power of body language. You know, when it comes to leading, it's important to appear strong, to gesture competently. You know, you have to act the part of a leader. When you start seeing that people are coming to you and bringing their problems to you, that means people see leadership potential in you because they're coming to you to find the answers. So when that starts happening, start to pay attention to how you act and your body language is when communicating back to them. Are you exuding confidence? Are you appearing to know the answer? Make sure that when you speak, you sit up straight, you look people in the eyes, and you communicate effectively that way. So number three, they stand for a vision and a mission. You'll always find that effective leaders are connecting a team and the effort to a mission or a vision that's overarching for everyone, not just the leader. When we talk about managers, managers, uh, they, they tend to talk about overreaching visions and missions that people need to accomplish for them, not for the team. So leaders take every opportunity to reinforce the mission, including daily conversations. You know, when, when they start conversations, it's talking about the why, and then it gets to the how. So they continually re evaluate where the team is going and they point the team towards that direction. In one-on-one -on -one meetings, they talk about the person's why and how it impacts the greater vision for the team and for the company. So as the leader, make sure that you are standing for a vision and a mission for your team that you can point to time and time again. Three, oh no, that was three, this is four. Four is that they are grateful. Pay attention to how leaders engage, and you'll notice that they have a theme of gratitude that runs through them. You know, they thank their team, they thank God, they thank their family, they thank all the hard work, and when the audience is listening, they're making sure that they're being engaging in a way that lets people know that they support them, 
Leaders know how to say thank you and they do it often. So take some time today and share who you're grateful with on your team and let them know that you're grateful for them because that is one of the hallmark habits of being an effective and great leader. Number five, they speak confidently. You know, it's great to have great body language, but if you have great body language, but then the words that you have coming out don't seem to hit the mark, the two of them don't line up. So you have to make sure that you speak confidently by taking the Goldilocks approach, not too fast or too slow, but at a natural pace with a calm conviction. See, when you are answering questions, when you are speaking to a group of people, you need to have the confidence within you about what you're speaking about. So when you are getting ready to talk to your team, when you're getting ready to do a training, when you're getting ready to get on the phone, make sure that you've done the appropriate amount of behind the scenes work so that it flows out of you with confidence. When you are rushed, when you are caught off guard, continue to be at that natural pace and use that to get you through that portion of the conversation. Because when you speak confidently, people tend to listen and lean into what you have to say. So number five, they speak confidently. Six, and this one is, I, I think one of the most important ones for humanity in general is they think before they speak. This is me thinking. Have you ever noticed how successful people pause before they speak? By doing so, each word that they say is more effective and concise language conveys confidence. So going back to number five, speaking confidently, make sure that when you are speaking, you are speaking in a manner that helps people lean in. You know, try it for yourself. Pausing even two or three seconds before speaking will help you convey more intention and confidence in your daily conversations. You know, most people, including myself, it seems like when we're in conversations, we're just waiting for the other person to stop talking so that we can get our points in. But by taking that pause, that short second to think and gather, it actually helps you connect and communicate with that person better because you are actually taking the time to consciously think before you speak and add what you wanted to say in that conversation. So number six, make sure you think before you speak. Number seven, this one probably gets harder because of the last one, leaders listen. See, I think we're in a speak first, speak all the time part of humanity where everyone wants to be heard, everyone wants to speak, everyone wants to say something, but nobody wants to listen. See, the extraordinary leaders are the ones that are great listeners. Leaders allow sufficient time to listen. You know, they appreciate the richness and uh, of diverse opinions, the opportunity to learn from everybody around them. You only learn through listening because you learn through your ears, not through your mouth. So this is a great way where 
everybody can improve, whether it's, you know, in a situation where you're in with a group or it's a one-on-one situation, practically minded people view listening as a productive way to get better results. Because like Stephanie and I, when we go to do trainings, we can just speak on whatever we want because we've been doing this for so long. We, we've been building up a, a repertoire of things to teach and things to say. But if the people in the room don't need to hear that, how do we know? So what we always like to do is we always like to do a portion of question and answer because we want to listen first to hear what people need and what people want. And then we can speak back to more adequately help them get better results. So as an extraordinary leader, take time to listen and then you can add more value. Number eight, they maintain eye contact. Now this one is super, super hard for me. So it's one of the ones that I have to constantly be focusing on making sure that it's one of the things that I'm doing because I'm always looking other directions. I'm always seeing somebody walk by, something grabs my attention. It's like a squirrel. So when you are speaking with someone, making eye contact is important because it speaks volumes. Great leaders give their full attention, their entire attention to the time with the person that's with them. Granted, the time allotted may be short, but true leaders look the person in the eye without glancing at their cell phones or, you know, bringing other things into the conversation from outside rather than focusing on what that person right in front of them is saying. So to help maintain that relationship and deepen it, get very good at creating good eye contact with the person that you are having a conversation with. Number nine, they are politely direct. Now, um, for me, you could just kind of put like the little asterisk by politely because then at the bottom it would say most of the time. Effective leaders know the danger uh, of information vacuums and ambiguity. They, they know that if you're not direct, you may not get the point across and then the person leaves not knowing what to do. They believe in communicating directly and clearly. So you always know where you stand with an effective leader. But if you don't have an answer conveyed directly, what happens? Well, when we start thinking and saying things, we're still thinking about that because it comes off of a place of uh, inauthenticity. So when, when, you're, when you don't give them a direct answer and you give them something that's just not clear, they leave maybe even more confused than when they came to you. When you're training your team, if you're not direct in letting and communicating with them, clearly understand what you're trying to do, you may have slowed down momentum. You know, we've talked in the last four or five trainings about momentum and confusion causes momentum to slow down. So make sure that you are direct and do it in a way that they receive the knowledge and the information that they need at the right time and doing it politely with them in mind is the best way to do it. You know, shouting at people the things that they need to hear never works. But when you bring it to them in a manner in which it allows them to think, contemplate, and agree, 
that is what makes you an effective leader when it comes to speaking to them. And then finally, number 10, and I think this one is probably more important than the other nine. I'll see by a raise of hands. If you think this one's the most important, drop a one comments. They don't complain. Part of being an effective communicator, an effective leader involves avoiding the pitfalls that make people less likable. And one of the biggest things that you could do to become more likable, stop complaining. Because complaining is like yawning. Once you do it, someone else does it. And soon you'll breed a culture of complaining and, and then you won't know what to do. So you need to set the tone and lead by example, not by complaining. You know, there are constructive ways to get across the things that you're trying to say in a manner that does not sound like complaining, that actually helps build and fortify the things that you're trying to accomplish. But again, once you start complaining, somebody else will, and then the whole team is, and then what happened? Everybody just got derailed from the direction that everyone was going because now everybody's so busy complaining, they're not going to be doing the work associated with getting to the success and getting to the goal that you as the leader casted as the vision. So as an effective communicator and effective leader, leave complaining at the door when you walk in to talk with your team. So the conclusion of all of this is honing these skills requires that you have a self-awareness of where you are, and then you deliberately have to practice them. Because again, they don't become habits by not doing them. By practicing them, they become a part of you and they will become a part of, of what you do as a leader and helps strengthen you as a leader. Also, it, th this will help you identify the leaders in your organization. You know, another great thing to do is find somebody in your team and help them to develop these because one thing that helps reinforce the habits in you is by teaching it to somebody in your team. Also, another great habit and another thing to do is look for a leader that exemplifies one of these traits and follow them and have questions ready and ask them about how they developed that one particular characteristic. Also, make sure that when you use this, you're using it again to help those around you. Because ultimately, when you create and add value to others, that value comes back to you. So to recap, the 10 things would be, number one, great extraordinary leaders inspire. Two, they know the power of body language. Three, they stand for a vision and a mission. Four, they're grateful and show gratitude. Five, they speak confidently. Six, they think before they speak. Seven, they listen. Eight, they maintain eye contact. Nine, they are politely direct. And 10, they don't complain. Guys, take these 10 things and apply them throughout your week and see what happens to the level of leadership that you create within you and your team. Guys, go out and make it an amazing day. And I hope your day is as awesome as you are.